Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings. Welcome on board the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. I gave Ben a, a pod of Brazilian Supremo Double Strong. How is it? Are you okay, buddy? Uh, whoa, boy. That is... Uh I feel like I'm going to be dancing the uh, oh carnival. My You're turning green. <laughs> oh, carnival. You look like the Incredible Hulk. Feeling good. Uh, Incredible Hulk, uh, speaking of that, uh, been to the YMCA a couple times, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> Are you the Incredible Hulk when you're in the <laughs> fitness room? All right, yes. And the Miller Center's opening up next week. The YMCA's opening up, so we're going to have plenty of opportunities and far fewer excuses. You are listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury. This is an open phones Friday on WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. We welcome your opportunity to call in. Maybe you're concerned about some of the goings on in Washington, D.C. They want to oust one of the congresswomen because she's a QAnon and a David Hogue follower behind her with her remarks and mm, uh, th- thinks lynching Nancy Pelosi is a good idea. So uh, I don't know if that's uh, something that bothers you. You can talk about that. We've got an impeachment trial coming up. Uh, let's see. we got a coronavirus vaccine that's slowly trickling across the state and across the valley. More people are going to be uh, getting it in the days and weeks ahead. I guess over half a million people have been jabbed in Pennsylvania and many more to come. Have you got yours? Uh, no, but yeah. when the time comes, I will, sure. Uh, let's see. What else can we tell you? Well, we, we can also talk about the... Uh, uh, the president's uh, first uh, week in not quite a half and the uh, number of jobs that we aren't going to have anymore in the United States. And we can also talk oh, about... Oh, yeah, the Keystone how, XL. Uh, we talked about that. Where OPEC and uh, the other nations are going to stand. Uh, his cabinet picks are quite uh, quite interesting. Some of the questions that they can answer, and, and as all most cabinet picks some of the questions they choose not to answer uh even the new york times that conservative moderate paper <laughs> of record great is, coronavirus uh, coverage i'll uh, say that has even uh asked uh the president uh, biden to uh, uh maybe you want to hit the brakes here a little bit and maybe you need to do some leadership not uh sort of executive ordership so, yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Can we get everything in three hours here? one 800 795 we got two emails pending, so we appreciate that. Give us a buzz if you have an opinion about any of these important topics, one 800 795 We did talk quite a bit this week about uh, the president's uh, bold leadership, signing executive orders to be bold a dis- leadership? decisive leader. Well, that's what executive orders are. Bold leadership. <laughs> well, when President Trump did it, you said being, being a decider is important, but when Biden does it, it's... Uh, bold it's leadership a, a would be signing an executive order and then getting your allies in Congress, the House or the Senate, then to put it into a form of legislation. 
That that would be leadership. 1-800-795-9565. would love to hear from you today. And 1-800-795-9565. I am Mark Lawrence, Mr. Ben Reichley, good local conservative, Republican committee person, natural-born not-listener, so he would just love to talk to you and uh, hear what you have to say. You can email us at on the mark at WKOK.com, and you can text us at 70236. We very much uh, uh, have open phones right now. You got some interesting emails here. Uh, I take it the community college must have been on the docket this week? Well, yeah, we did. And one of our listeners says, I am very concerned when stories about the community college refer to that it is coming to our area. A group in Sunbury originated the idea to help our city. If it goes to one of the wealthy communities around here, it will do nothing for Sunbury. There is not a town around here that needs economic development more than Sunbury. We do have a dying downtown and empty buildings everywhere, and already Montour County says they could not afford to contribute anything. Yeah, the community college is a Sunbury idea, Sunbury only, Sunbury based, uh, Sunbury growth. It'll serve the region, but the the, the the criteria, the requirement is that it's come to Sunbury. Where, if I can ask, where uh, is, is, I don't personally, I don't see where, where's the room to have it in Sunbury. Oh, I see the Bittner Building, Albright to well, build. Bittner Building is uh, only X square feet. I mean, if you're going to have a community college, you're going to have to have growth. Gosh, what is the uh, where are you going to grow? Some of the industrial buildings. I mean, if they put it up at the. So you're uh, not a fan of it. Well, Sunbury. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not a fan of it, but if a community college is going to save Sunbury, then they should have already done it. I think there's there's more to the equation of saving cities that are are in distress. But I mean, I. So it's a lost cause, in other words. No, no, there's a cause, but if if. Sunbury has to have a community college to save itself, then there's other situations. But if you look at the land mass in Sunbury, is the uh, old, um, oh, uh, north of uh, where the, um, oh, what was it? Uh, Start well, you work on that for no, a while. Start with the C. What was the name of the, the, the building, land. the manufacturing building up in north, up sure. on 4th Street? Bye. Joseph, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yes, good morning. Uh, I want to comment on Katie Couric's comment on deprogramming these radicals. You mean uh, the, I want to ask uh, you, gentlemen, have you ever dealt with any of these radicals? And when I say radicals, it's the, the conspiracy theories, the Earth is flat, uh, we didn't get to the moon, 9-11 was rigged by our government, uh, 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 the, the shootings and the mass shootings all over the United States were rigged by Hollywood. Have you ever talked to any of these men or women that believe that? Yes. Yeah, he okay, has. I've I dealt with I don't quite know. a few of them. Okay. And, and uh, <laughs> I agree with Katie Couric. They're, they're very anti-establishment. And uh, I know governments uh, are corrupt, basically, but we're supposed to obey the powers that are. I understand that. But these people, uh, you just cannot reason with them. I mean, especially... <laughs> I've dealt with the flat earth people, and I even laid out a diagram, made a map of a flat earth, and said, how can the sun rise and set? (laughs) You know, it would have to go north and east and west and come, you know. It it just isn't practical. So they don't hear the truth, in other words. Right. You can't even explain to them in a practical sense. And they believe that actually the Twin Towers were wired by our government with explosives, and that each, when it, when, uh, it came down, boom, 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 you know, one floor at a time. It wasn't from the massive thousands of tons of weight that 
the plane collapsed, but it was explosives that they rigged to set off. And I said, how in the world could you get people here in the United States to do that job, number one? Wouldn't someone in the Twin Towers at that time say, hey, what are you guys doing here? You know, I mean, come on, get reasonable here. All right. They just throw all reason out the window. And you, you can't deprogram them. I've tried. I mean, I've dealt with many of them. When I say many, even some in my own relation. That uh, of that of that men- mental. Uh, okay, Joseph. So your point would be what that these people are going to live among us, feeling no matter that what. there is conspiracies. Yes, and you you're not going to deprogram them. You're not going to. There may be a couple that you can. Well, I don't just think like Katie, the Democrats they are programmed a certain way too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think Katie Couric was. I don't think Katie. things like you know climate change and the oil pipeline and all this stuff that's going on here now that. Biden signed what forty executive orders. Well, executive executive orders and memorandums and things. So, but but Joseph, maybe I'm missing the point of your call. Katie Couric's wasn't about deprogramming scenario of people who questioned if we were on the moon. She was talking about deprogramming specific political beliefs, mostly conservative type beliefs. Yes, uh, yes, I understand that. But if you spoke with these people, a lot of them are the, of that mindset. Well, Joseph, let me uh, ask you this. You know, I spoke let... with Christians and, and believers in, in the Savior, and uh, I say, hey, what are you saying here? You know, this is ridiculous. Uh, on political things, as well as the flat earth, and we didn't get to the moon and all this crap. Joseph. And uh, you just can't yeah. reason. Hold on a second. Hold, uh, on. Hold, hold on. Go ahead, Ben, real quick here. Uh, I was going to say, Joseph, uh, you take flat earth. Well, if I get in the car and get on Interstate 80, I keep going. You see there. No, you see some mountains and that. You see the horizons, but you can go around the world on a boat. You can go around the <laughs> it's world always flat. It, it, until right. you get up in the in the in the space. You don't see the roundness of the earth. Joseph, we'll give you a quick, quick last word. Go right ahead. Hurry up. Okay. Uh, hmm. Well, never mind. Anyway, Call back later. Uh, yep, thanks. <laughs> Thank uh-huh. you, Joseph. Yeah, uh, I, I think one of Joseph's point is that you can't reprogram people. There are people who are staunch conservative, pro-Trump insurrectionists that are part of these organized groups that went to the Capitol, and you can't deprogram them. They, well, they don't hear. Uh, hold on, side. hold on, hold on. They don't hear truth the same way we do. And likewise, you can't get somebody who's an extreme Democrat, like an AOC, and say, "Okay, we cannot all pull together." like this or, you know, re, try to debunk one of her closely held beliefs. People don't hear the truth when you tell them uh, anything about uh, something that they already don't believe in or, or some closely held belief. You can't but, change but people's minds. using the capital January 6th, that, that gets to be just, just disingenuous from the standpoint that talking to people who were down there, 95% of the people who were oh, down there weren't and the people who saw what was going on that were down there were, were irritated and frustrated about that. So we're talking about 400 and some people out of a couple thousand, whatever number. So, uh, you know, as the left's going to use this narrative, you know, never let a crisis go to waste. I mean, it is getting ridiculous, uh, Nancy Pelosi's terms, AOC's terms, when they're talking about the enemy is within. We don't feel secure on the House floor with our Republican colleagues. I mean, they are playing this narrative to the hilt, and that's what they've done. January 6th should have never happened, but to use January 6th as a benchmark 
and saying that this is you know the these are the, this is the uh, deprogramming that has to happen. Ninety five, ninety eight percent of those people were there for a rally. Stan, you're on the air. Oh, hello. <laughs> Sorry about hey, uh, that. We dic- got the dictator in chief's doing a great job down there, isn't he? I mean, how, how, no, how many in, executive orders we Florida. have? I know thirty-five. I heard <laughs> he's Wednesday. in Florida. The dictator in chief is in Florida. He opened an no, office. No, 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 the, no, no. Doesn't work got, that he, way, Mark. He's getting Trump couple, never tried syndrome rule by writing. edict like uh, Biden's doing. Well, how many yes. uh, executive orders did President Trump sign? Uh, uh, hundreds. Yeah. I, I don't know the precise number. Uh, I don't. I don't know the like, exact uh, numbers. Like All I know is in the first 12, week he didn't sign 12, thirty-five. Okay. Maybe. So, and his executive <laughs> orders, memorandums. And to be determined. Okay, audience. I say President Trump signed hundreds of executive orders. Uh, Ben says a dozen. What do you say, Stan? First two weeks? No, I know. Well, the first first week, the number is out there from what I've seen is five for for Trump, 35 for Biden. Yeah. Okay, that's what I've seen. Now, over the course of four years, I'm not sure what Trump did. I'd have to look that up. Uh, But, I mean, I think he probably went. Six months or better before he even hit thirty-five. Hit thirty uh, would be a guess. Now, I could be wrong. Well, the, uh, I'll admit to that. But I mean, what what has Biden done? He hasn't talked to anybody in the, in uh, legislature except maybe to say, "Okay, go ahead with the Trump uh, foe impeachment process." That's about all I've seen. Uh, he signed some orders. He's trying to get his cabinet together. Uh, the cabinet's having some interesting conversations with uh, uh, their confirmation process. Uh, they're having a tough time trying to uh, understand basic economics. Uh, very confused <laughs> on what climate change, the economics of climate change. And you can tell by uh, Gina McCarthy, uh, Gina is it Raimondo, the uh, ma- or the governor of Rhode Island. John Kerry was uh, uh, elite, pompous elitist, and uh, then Jennifer Granholm was was confused on 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 what basically her her job supposed to be as Secretary of Energy. So it's 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 going to be a circus just like the Trump administration was a circus. But th- this is this is misunderstanding economics. Right now our country the the pandemic if it if, I mean you can't call a virus where it came from. We can't call it China or Wuhan virus, I guess. So that's going to be that. That must stop a lot of things if you just don't call it what it is. <laughs> but the, the the other part is we are we are in economic uh, distress because of this virus, and now we see what the Biden administration is trying to do, particularly with energy. And energy is not just commerce of energy; it's national security also. All right, Stan, uh, Ben used up most of your sure, time, Stan. but you have a short closing comment. Well, no, nobody in the alternative energy yet has told me how you're going to get a 747 aircraft off the ground without petroleum products. Or all these in, uh, green products that they're talking about, most of them probably have plastic of some sort in them, and to get the products to make them requires some sort of energy, and most of that energy is petroleum product. Electricity isn't going to cut it. I can't hook an extension cord to my car to drive anywhere. Yeah, I would I would think uh, we're going to have to change the way we think about things. I know GM announced this week they're going to switch to electric vehicles in the decades ahead. So I know you and I think, okay, well, there's no way to fly without a petroleum product, and that is probably true. But is there a way to make 
long distance travel more efficient? Could it be that planes and trains and automobiles could be even more efficient? Or I I don't think you can have an electric plane, but uh, is there a bigger way to think? You know, I, I think what we're doing here is we're at the beginning of a major pivot point in the country where we start to recognize that we need to have uh, less dependence on fossil fuel, less dependence on foreign oil, and really try to to change our thinking. This is an opportunity for Americans to think big, not to just dig in their heel. I mean, I have often equated it to the idea of if you were in the horse and bucket industry and somebody said, well, you know, I think we really ought to think about opening Sunbury Motors and selling cars around here, you'd be like, oh, nobody will get from point A to point B without a hoof and a saddle. So I just think this is a rare opportunity for folks to think big, enjoy uh, where the country will go, and and be a part of it. Stan, now you have a last minute. Go ahead. uh, (laughs) All right. All that's fine and dandy, Mark. But don't you think maybe we should have the technology and and, and methods in place before we just completely try and eliminate Timing. Something that works now? Yeah, that's what I said Timing. yesterday. Timing. Is yeah, everything. I agreed with that. Why Why not start up those industries and then they have phase out? for the last 20 years, and look where we're at. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with alternative energy. Yeah. If it can do what needs to be done with manufacturing, transportation, and everything else in the world. But I'm sorry, electric cars, even the ones we have now, take energy to, to uh, run them. That energy has to come from somewhere. Right now, solar panels ain't gonna, isn't going to do it. No. We have coal-fired plants, but we're converting them to natural gas, which is a lot cleaner and has dropped the CO2 production from the United States in yeah. probably, I don't know if it's a 50% or not, in the past 5, 6, 10 years compared to the rest of the world, but yet we're the bad guys. Yeah. That's and, the problem. And, Stan, right. the, you, the Stan. other, the other Thanks, part is, is people want to feel good about doing something. might not be the right thing, but they feel good about this. Well, Here's a simple little thing everybody could do. They could drive a little less. They could take a two minutes off their showering. Conservation <laughs> would have more effect on whatever definition you want as climate change than anything else. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We've got two open lines. Two are occupied. Uh, we'll take a quickie break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll be on the phone, but we invite you to be in line. 1-800-795-9565. Sunbury Motors Ford is bringing in 2021 with a bang. SMZ has just received shipments of the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Save up to nine grand on the totally redesigned F-150, which was just awarded North America's Truck of the Year for 2021. Sunbury Motors has 67 F-150s in stock and arriving soon. SMC is introducing the highly anticipated 2021 Ford Bronco Sport. The new Bronco's retro design reflects its iconic heritage from the 60s and 70s. Sunbury Motors has them in stock starting at just $28,200. Pick from 61 of the top selling Ford Escapes with savings up to $8,250 and slash to as low as $22,380. SMC is where you want to be in January for discounts up to $11,000 on the largest selection of new Fords in the Susquehanna Valley. And everyone is clearly marked for this massive sale. Sunbury Motors Ford in the 4th Street Auto Plaza. Proudly serving all of central Pennsylvania for over a century. Hurry, sale ends Monday the 1st. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. we got two callers and six minutes left. So, Mike, if you use up all of three minutes, that leaves only three for Dan. So you go right ahead. Okay. If I had a diary, I could probably open it up to November 9, 2020, and it would read, 
This morning, I called WKOK, and I talked to the guys, and I mentioned that I wouldn't be surprised if we start hearing about re-education camps for conservatives and Trump supporters. <laughs> and after a pregnant pause, we all chuckled. <laughs> I'm still chuckling. Uh, the narrative of the left is to defeat, humiliate, rub out, erase the competition and that's that's what they're doing and we remember 2016 uh, after that election the people in Google there's a video of it uh, sat around crying and 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 in a deep deep depression of uh, I mean they almost needed to call Timothy Leary to get them back uh, back on track so uh, the 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 left the progressives the Saul Alinskyites uh, they're playing to win and they have blood in the water, Mike. It's war. And I'll tell you what. Here's yeah, I hope thing. not, but it's... it's These executive it's, orders, people are, are upset a little bit about them. But to me, it's all part of the plan to gain total one-party control by the Democrat left. And right now, this business of impeaching Donald Trump after he's gone from office is part of that plan. This is just a distraction to take people's attention off of what they're doing with the executive orders what their uh, left is doing and believe me this stuff from AOC I don't th- I she may be worried but part of part of their plan is to incite violence okay they are trying to to, to uh, incite the fringe part of the right to do something more than that they have already done if it was the right okay I'm not convinced it was okay so I I, I think that this political stunt of uh, impeachment is being part of the plan to cover up what they're doing, but also to incite the right. The, 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 to say they want to unite this country, there's nothing to that. Uh, ben, uh, is, is that your name, Ben? Yes, today it is. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, you're 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 exactly right. They they are playing a hardball game to defeat, but not only to defeat, but to eliminate. Yes. You're right. Okay? Yeah, to race. party rule. That's what they want. To race. Look, look at what they're doing to history. Hey, if there's a 1619 project, why shouldn't there be a 1776 project? Why? Hey, if there's a if there's a Ford, shouldn't there be another? If there's a McDonald's, is there a Burger? I mean, so again, you see what they're doing. You see how they've been doing it, and that is that is what they're playing to win. Uh, Cortez, she's a puppet. The the puppet masters are the ones you want to look at. Uh, the, the Mike, we got to take another caller. So hold hold that that uh, AOC thought there. Dan, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Hey, good. Hey, guys, could have continued talking. I agree a hundred percent with Mike and Ben on that call. But another thing, executive order Biden put on was stopping the building of the. Mexico border wall between that United States. He put 5,000 people out of work, all them construction workers, and the steel is all paid for laying down there, ready to be put up. Now it's all discontinued. And you tell me, how does that help the United States? It doesn't. He's trying to destroy our beautiful country. I miss Trump bad already, and it's only been over a week. I wish Trump was back in office. So, 
Dan, you say 5,000 people 5,000 yep. people were working on the extensions of the walls down there. I mean, there some of it was pretty significant in construction and some was renovation, but 5,000 people there are 100% unemployed right now? Right. They can never work again. There'll never be no signed. more pipe fitting, no steel working. No, con- There's no other construction spot anywhere in the world for them to work. Well, well temporarily. people, you talk to one of them, see how they like it. When President Trump got in, he put people to work. If you're one of them 5,000, you're not too happy right now. No. You can't just go out and get a job anywhere. No, when you gear up a logistics, the, when you gear up, the logistics of a project like that is huge. And it's the, the not just the workers, but the suppliers, the house. I mean, there, there's there's bigger things. So, yeah, Mark, it's, it's and it was a proclamation, he wrote. It, it's ridiculous. Why we shouldn't yeah. have a wall? It seemed like the wall worked when they put it around the White House. Uh, or the Capitol building during the inauguration. See, walls are being built in other countries, but for some reason the left wants to tell you walls don't work here. All right, Dan, you get uh, 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Yep, I agree, Ben. Why he ever wanted to do that, I'll never know. At one point, 10, 12 years ago, even Obama, President Obama, was talking about building a wall. We needed a wall. But now that President Trump started the wall, there's 450 miles of it up. Now they want to ruin it. All right, so we got you, Dan. Thank you shame. so much. It's a crying shame. Yeah, thank you for calling. Thank yeah, you guys have a good one. Yep, appreciate that. Explain the science of construction workers that if one project ends or gets curtailed or finished, that those guys are unemployed for the rest of their lives? No. This has to be the project, Mark. This project was going to go on for for months, if not years, and now they have to regroup and go find another project. So it's a fallacy on what you're stating. So they have to work. They will yeah. get to work again sure. somewhere, There's someday, if you, if you, if in the decades ahead. Well, if KOK shut down, could you find another radio station? <laughs> I'd be working tomorrow, else. This is WKOK Sunday. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Mark Lawrence here. Mr. Rob Center. We haven't given him enough yes. credit, but he's doing a fabulous job being a fabulous producer. You know why he's real happy today? Because Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles NFL football team, has hired a head coach. Really? Who is he's it? He's happy now. Who is it? Uh, Nick the, Sirianni. Yeah, I was going to say. And, and tell me, you knew what his who he was before they announced. No, that. he's the uh, he's the offensive coordinator of the Colts. But uh, I thought Frank Reich was the head coach and offensive coordinator of the Colts. But anyway, uh, so Philadelphia's trying to get back on track, uh, Rob. However, big signing though when uh, the Phillies signed the uh, catcher. Uh, earlier this week, I Best believe. catcher in baseball, Best. JT Real Muto. Yeah. Yep. And now he's paid that way, too. Yep. Five-year contract. I think that's good for the Phillies and good for him. And yeah. how many million a year? I think the uh, average salary is about $25 million a year. Isn't that crazy? Last paid catcher in baseball history. Yeah, we're in the wrong business. <laughs> Here's a situation with sports and entertainment. If you can't be an entertainer and you're not good enough, don't have the skills to play the sports, go be their 
manager. Manage manage a number of entertainers and sports people. You you know be be their management. Yeah, team. getting one percent of their salaries, yeah, a million bucks. So okay. yeah, so so Mark, when you go when you go national on the show, mm-hmm. you know uh, maybe um, you know I'll, I'll put it together and and you know be your. You'll be the person who'll say, "Hey, have your people call my people." Mm-hmm. All right, thank you so much for the uh, sports update. Appreciate that, uh, Mr. Sirianni. Right, Sirianni. Ah, uh, yeah, we'll get in. we'll get to know his name better, and uh, it doesn't rhyme with anything that's probably uh, nasty. So I think the fans will take heart to him. <laughs> You'll be able to watch the Phillies on Eagle 107. Coming Phillies and Eagles uh, coming. Phillies, Eagles, Bison. And you wonder, are you guys going to do uh, Bucknell football in the spring? Because Bucknell's going to have yes, we will. four or five yeah. so games. I think it's four games, five yeah. if they make the Why don't I just go out in the hallway and you guys have a nice little chit-chat? <laughs> yeah, Eagle 107 will have Bucknell football See, on. Hey, hey. Yep. Hey, we're, we're, we're expanding the Sunbury Broadcast. I knew we talked about it, but I didn't know the decision. Okay. Thank you so much, Rob. Yeah. Appreciate the update. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company and Rob Zanner and Ben Reichley, and they're very <laughs> glad to be the uh, sponsor. SunburyMotors.com is our great, uh, their great website, so they invite you to check that out, as I have on many a time. We'll have more to say about them shortly here. On our toll-free line now open, 1-800-795-9565. We talked about this terrible discussion that somebody brought up this idea of deprogramming conservatives. I just hate that that whole discussion, that whole conversation. Uh, we're talking about executive orders, uh, 40 or so you count, uh, memoranda and, and executive uh, orders. Exe- so they're, they're, the names are different. Uh, executive orders, memorandums, directives, and okay. Uh, requests. Okay. And, uh, so 40 or so. TBDs. <laughs> we talked about the wall construction in Mexico curtailed. As you know, I've been a wall fan all along, so that's Excel uh, that, pipeline. That's Excel pipeline. Well, that's that's unnecessary. We can curtail Cabinet that. Cabinet members uh, limited access to uh, these are the things we've already talked yeah. about. So call us now one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five if you have a view about those. We have one of our emails here that the subject is unity. Too many of our political leaders are calling for uniformity. So we will mm, talk about that one. shortly. Any headlines? Anything e- going on in Pennsylvania? Feel free to email us at on the market at kok.com. Text us at seven zero two three six. In the news today, we told you about a crash earlier this week. Now we know the victim's in fair condition. It was on Route 642 over the noon hour Tuesday. State police say 57-year-old Holly Hackenberg-Watts now in fair condition at Geisinger after that crash. The Valley could reap an endless economic possibility if they invest in a new community college based at Sunbury. Those were the results of a 12-year study presented Thursday by the Susquehanna Valley Community Education Project. Executive Director Dr. Lanier Alam says this will be not just a college branch from no, some other school elsewhere. It would be solely benefiting Northumberland, Union, Snyder, and Montour County's home base around here. She says that's how this particular college would operate, and it would be a big assistance and locally run. Number one, we have a local governing board of trustees. We can reduce the commuter costs. We want to develop and retain the talent right here. We want to keep the revenue streams here. 
she says so. $78 million over a decade could be the economic plus from having a community college around here. There's $7,500 per business help that's available. Some businesses in Sunbury affected by the pandemic may be eligible to receive up to $7,500 in economic recovery Monday. CEDACOG, Community Development Block Grant Money, and SRI teaming up for that in Sunbury. Uh, have you ever met Magistrate Hackenberg? I hope not. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have? Okay. Well, not in, you're a, paying in, your a, ticket. In, a, in a social Oh, I see. Center, okay. Uh, yeah, she's District Judge Lori Hackenberg around here, but she hopes to be a common police court judge ASAP. She is uh, oh, running, she running for Hudocks? Right. Judge the Hudox? vacancy okay. left by Michael Hudock when he retires at the end of this year. 17th Judicial District Union in Snyder County. So Good Lori lady. Good young lady. Hackenberg there. And some quick thinking in Oregon where a bunch of public health workers got stranded on a snowy highway. Traffic wasn't moving and they worried their COVID-19 vaccines would go bad. So mm. they got out of their vehicles, brought their alcohol and syringes and went door to door offering shots on the spot to motorists who were also struck a, stuck in that traffic line. And that's part of the logistic uh, situation with that. Once you get the COVID vaccine out into some scenarios, meaning out of its deep, deep freeze, it has to be used in X amount of hours. And there's, unfortunately, supposedly in New York, uh, which is a debacle, as we see with Governor Cuomo, uh, Mayor de Blasio, and the whole scenario of understanding what they did and didn't do over the last nine months, but the uh, uh, they're wasting, they're throwing it out because it has to be used in, I believe, three hours, and, and somebody medical can give you the, more of the details. So uh, it's interesting if, if uh, we start getting vaccination centers around here, uh, those who can be on call, and Mark, you know, you're the last one, and they're saying, geez, uh, uh, Joe Smith didn't show up, and, and, and Jane Smith didn't show up. Uh, they call somebody. Get up here and get, get, up your, here vaccine. And get your vaccine. Well, that has so. happened, and we saw yeah. that uh, some of the uh, ancillary support people up at Geisinger yeah. got a call at 6.30 p.m. say, we got two vials left, get yourself yeah. up here, because uh, they're going to go bad. Your daughter wasn't one of the people in Oregon helping vaccinate when No, she? she's in oh. Hawaii right now. Oh, she's in Hawaii. I thought <laughs> she was in Oregon. Well, like, that's where she lives, but okay. uh, she's working in Hawaii right now with a contract. Real quick on the uh, community college, uh, I was trying to find a, it was the Celotex land, the old Celotex oh, land. Oh, to build a community it, is college. Is that where you want to build a community college? Because I'll be honest with you, if you put it downtown, okay, if you think the downtown's coming back, but boy, you're, you're landlocked already. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Sunbury, like many other cities, uh, you know they, they are they are struggling. People are fighting the good fight to keep Sunbury there. But if you look back at some of the cities, where were you five years ago? Where were you ten years ago? Where were you twenty years ago? And now, where are you now? And and that's nothing against Sunbury. It's 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 number of cities throughout northeastern and throughout the country, in certain areas. So so the economic factors that will allow a city to prosper are one thing. The economic factors that will allow a city to survive might be another. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Yeah, we've talked a little bit about the community college uh, idea. The folks that are the big pushers for this in uh, Sunbury aren't taking no for an answer from anybody. Good, and uh, they they think big, so they, well, uh, they are the original and, think. And, you know, and this whole college. brain drain. Don't be afraid of brain drain. 
Here's a scenario to look at. Unless it's 99% of your youth leaving your area uh, that might be over in the coal regions and certain parts of uh, uh, Schuylkill County, unfortunately, that. But you know what? Let, let young people go out and find themselves and then have a community a region that welcomes them back when they're married, welcomes them back when they have a job. They might be an engineer. They might be a CPA. They might be a doctor. They might be an other. That they say, hey, I want to move back to my home area. I want to move back to Lewisburg, Sunbury, Milton, Seals Grove. I want to move back into my then is there an offering? Because, you know, you hear about, well, it's a great place to raise a family. Okay, I guess it is then. So, are there enough economic value, or can Mark? You moved away for ten years. You uh, got That's your honed your skills. I did do that, and then you came. <laughs> you came back to the area. So uh, I, I wouldn't be as concerned on brain drain as some people want to throw up the flag. Right I don't away. think uh, this this really isn't about brain drain. That might be a factor, but uh, the community college is really about workforce development locally mm-hmm. and helping the local companies thrive, making sure that there's education available for absolutely everybody who wants additional education of any age at all, and also about making sure that uh, if a local company like a Celotex wants somebody trained up to run a new machine or to learn how these new computers that there's a school where they can send 30 of their workers and there's a classroom and there's a teacher there that says, hey, I work for you. What do you want us to teach? And that's that's the kind of big thinking they're doing. some of that already if we use it. Shouldn't you use the Votech schools for that? One of our good listeners says, good morning, gentlemen. There is a huge difference between unity and uniformity. Unity is very desirable. Uniformity is totalitarianism. The U.S. Army required uniformity when I was inducted. Thus, the name uniform was given to the clothes we wore. We were uniform from our skivvies out. Every recruit was required to pack up all their civilian items in a box and send them home. The Army even issued the military eyeglasses to those who wore glasses. They looked horrible, but they were uniform. No one ever declared the U.S. Army to be a Democracy. You were told what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. A total but necessary dictatorship. Too many of our political leaders are calling for uniformity. If anyone disagrees, they are slandered with all kinds of name-calling. Well, fortunately, he's out of office. But in any event, they no, get slandered. I think it's happening now with people who are in office. Oh, is Biden a big name caller? I, I haven't caught it, but well, that could you be. Whether go to Schumer, Pelosi, and others? Are they worse? I would say they're okay. just as bad in okay, the scenario. Bad. All right, anyway, I let mean, me finish the good letter. something. Let so. me finish the good letter. Too many of our political leaders are calling for uniformity. If anyone disagrees, they are slandered with all kinds of name-calling. This is a dangerous trend. Long live unity. Not uniformity, says John from Sunbury. Yeah, Thank you. Send us another note yeah, if you wish well, to. Well written. On the market, WKOK.com. You can email us that on the market, WKOK.com. Text us at 70236. Yeah, I think uh, one thing that irritates people is that uh, President Biden is not the milk toast. Uh, Obama that was there years ago that he says, I'm going to make decisions and our ideas are going to take place. We're going to do bold leadership here. We're going to make stuff happen. We're going to sign executive orders. One of good listeners sends us a text and says, I was right, there's over 200 executive orders from President Trump, but still don't know the exact number. That's over four years. 
Right, over four years. It wasn't the first two But this bothers you that he's decisive early on rather than just over the course. He's not decisive, Mark, and he is milquetoast. There's no leadership here. I mean, (laughs) holy smokes, you want to call leadership? Here's what's interesting. Print out the executive order on the Keystone Pipeline. You know what it's called? Executive order on protecting public health and the environment and restoring science to tackle the climate change. Right. I mean, thinking that, big that, for that's a change. Right. No, that's not thinking big. That's just re- rewarming something that makes sense. Here, here's parts of it. The world must be put on a sustainable climate pathway to project Americans and the domestic economy from harmful climate impacts that, and to create well-paying union jobs as part of the climate solution. So you're not on board with that? What do you mean? Union jobs? How about jobs if you're going to do that? The Keystone Pipeline deserves the U.S. national interest. The crisis must be met with action on a scale at a speed of commensurate with the need to avoid setting the world on dangerous potential catastrophic. This is word salad BS. And go read what this is. And then at the end it says, and the Keystone Pipeline uh, does not meet what we want to do. And they also talk about it as the OMG secretary, which is uh, of o- all places. O- OMG, the Oh My God secretary? No, the uh, management budget. Oh, uh, OMB. I'm which sorry. is uh, Nira Tannen. So, uh, again, th- these orders, do you think they're decisive? And they're, th- th- This is a joke. Even President Trump. If you have an executive order, get legislation to back that executive order See, now and you know. put, Congress, put Congress on record. <laughs> now you know how we felt for the past four years as the debacle continued well, in Washington. Pre- President Trump was moving the economy forward. Like it or not, it moved forward. 1-800-795-9565. What's your reaction to that remark? 1-800-795-9565. Would you wish to help draw this country together? Is there anything in our better angels that says maybe we don't need to deprogram our enemies. Maybe we can help. 1-800-795-9565. Our political enemies, not oh. our actual, whoever our I, actual ones w- are. Wouldn't you say political adversaries, not enemies? Would you like to call in and advocate for uniformity? Some people like that. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Sunbury Motors Ford is bringing in 2021 with a bang. SMZ has just received shipments of the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Save up to nine grand on the totally redesigned F-150, which was just awarded North America's Truck of the Year for 2021. Sunbury Motors has 67 F-150s in stock and arriving soon. SMC is introducing the highly anticipated 2021 Ford Bronco Sport. The new Bronco's retro design reflects its iconic heritage from the 60s and 70s. Sunbury Motors has them in stock starting at just $28,200. Pick from 61 of the top selling Ford Escapes with savings up to $8,250 and slash to as low as $22,380. SMC is where you want to be in January for discounts up to $11,000 on the largest selection of new Fords in the Susquehanna Valley. And everyone is clearly marked for this massive sale. Sunbury Motors Ford in the 4th Street Auto Plaza. Proudly serving all of central Pennsylvania for over a century. Hurry, sale ends Monday the 1st. 
folks. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We invite you to do what I do all the time. That's go to sunburymotors.com and order up a perfect vehicle. You can order a Ford, Lincoln, Kia, or Hyundai that will fit your precise specification. But the first thing you ought to do is look online. They probably already have it. They have 50, count of 50 F-150s down there. And I looked at the inventory. I don't even need to order one. The one that I want is there. It's got the double cab, that tannish uh, sort of silvery bronzy color mm. and has a dark colored interior which I need has two rows of seats so it's uh, what's called a super cab I think or a crew cab yeah. or a crew cab how big's the bed six foot six and a half feet now, I don't want the eight foot bed mm. I don't want a five foot bed because even the bikes don't fit in that I want the six foot bed that way the kayaks only stick out three feet and this is the perfect truck and it has a sunroof it's perfect. Now, and, and it's four-wheel drive, of course. Uh, they do not have any trucks that aren't four-wheel exactly. drive. Exactly. So, uh, you, you know, so, you got all the amenities. It's perfect. Uh, refrigerator, TV. <laughs> it does not have... Mm. might have TVs in the back seats. That's kind of a common thing. But I didn't actually see that since I don't sit in the back seat. I don't know. Somebody but, once asked me, like, oh, you have luxury cars. I said, I have old cars. I don't have luxury cars. But it has an outlet. Yeah. So can I could in. use my phone... It's a Wi-Fi hotspot, run Netflix in the back of the truck, put a six-foot TV back in there, plug it in, and uh, with the outlet in the back of the truck, and we're good to go. I was talking to a gentleman, and uh, he's talked about people who want to talk about their their luxury cars or their vehicles, and he said, you know, vehicles need to be just practical for me. And he goes, you know, when you've made it, when you've made it, <laughs> you know what? You know what uh, comes with your vehicle? And I'm looking at him. He goes, a chauffeur. Oh, okay. Yeah, I well, said, okay. Uh, yes, I guess that when would be. When you're a gazillionaire. Anyway, that would be it. But uh, no, uh, Sunbury Motors, if you have a transportation need, Sunbury Motors. And I'm talking about they have, they can find you a motorcycle. They can find you a scooter. They can find you a bike. I mean, there's nothing more... Uh, you know, you leave with a, a mark, you go down there, you get your Ranger. You get that, and you get that little uh, package on the back end that you can put bikes on if you choose to, or the bed's big enough. Uh-huh. You can also buy They have a, a six-foot bed on the Ranger. Yeah, I believe Summary Motors has, if not, ask them. They have some of those, uh, they have some bikes and some other things you might be able to fill oh, in that do bed they? and leave. Yeah. Hmm, okay. So. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, uh, brand new vehicles, hundreds of vehicles in stock right now. You know there was a shortage of F-150s a month ago. Well, they've gone the other way, and uh, now they've got do- dozens of them there, and they would just love to help you also, Lincoln Navigator. They got Ben's. I put a hybrid motor in the vehicle I ordered mm-hmm. for Ben. It's a Lincoln Navigator. Has the pickup truck bed in case you want to haul garbage to the landfill or something. And I'll tell you what, it's the perfect truck for you. And it gets 30 miles to the gallon on the highway. And uh, it's just the cat's meow. Auto stop technology, so the engine turns off. At the, oh, you're gonna that's, you're gonna disable that. Boy, that's confusing. You well, and I, half I, the other drivers. Okay. No, I understand if you're in metropolitan traffic. Mm-hmm. If you're in a uh, stop-and-go traffic. Yeah, stop-and-go where it, it can work. But I will say this. Uh, when you first drive one of those or ride in one of those, uh, your, your, your head's like, turning around going, well, yeah, what's, what's the problem here? So, But they, if it saves, good. And conservation, I talked earlier, conservation is the key. We, we want to slow down what everyone thinks is some sort of change. Conserve. Kia. Or, 
conserve. Telluride. You'd fit in oh, one of those easy, sleazy, Hyundai, Sorento. You name it. These uh, vehicles are perfect for a lot of families in a lot of ways. Pre-owned inventory. And these are hundreds of perfect vehicles. The Carfax is available. Select your perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home. This is your opportunity. Well, who do you got down there? You got Benfer over at Jason Benfer over to Lincoln. Jeff Clark and Sunbury. Yep, keep going. And uh, Ernie and Kyle over at Kia. Uh, Ernie and uh, Ernie and Austin. Austin. I'm sorry. Over at uh, Kyle. So is is banished to Fourth Street. Oh, okay. So, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'd love to talk to you. Talk to just a little bit about energy and uh, making sure that we ramp up. Use the dirtiest fuel possible. That's the tar sands fuel from Canada, and mm. keep our energy dependence very high on foreign countries. So keep the XL pipeline going, so that we can get dirty fuel from a foreign country, take more land by eminent domain, and try to hurt as many Native Americans as possible. So let's advocate for that. Give us a buzz if you agree with that. 1-800-795-9565. Another smart listener says, I know it was over 200. I know that President Trump was in the hundreds, but I want to know well, how many executive orders. orders. How, how many he did sent? he do in the first two weeks? And I believe it was 12 to 14, if that. Uh, Keystone Pipeline you talked about. Uh, look behind the scenes. Uh, look at uh, it's not it's it's tar sands being converted to uh, to foss to a, a pure fossil fuel. It's going to be trucked or it's going to be uh, trained and uh, on train car. Look who owns a large portion of the companies who will be doing that, and the name Warren Buffett comes up if you look deep enough. Uh, here's something on solar, you know, the solar energy that you folks get all excited about. Two decades of intense development and billions of dollars in government subsidies. Wind and solar still supply a very small percent of the world's energy, while hydrocarbons collectively supply 84% of the world's energy. So let's, let me ask you a quick question. Let's, let's suppose for some strange reason oil wasn't available. What would be our next choices then? What, nuclear, wind, hydro, Natural gas. Natural gas, okay. Natural gas and coal. Go to China. Find out what they're building. Use what we you got. Know, it's fine. So, so Mark, here's the part that people seem not to understand. Overall, it's not a hundred percent of the sun that can be converted. The there's about thirty three percent of the sun's photons that can be ver- converted into electrons. With today's technology, our efficiency is like twenty six percent. So, if you set up, so that's not a solution. Well, you're, you're not getting a hundred percent of the sun. And okay. the same thing is with the wind. So, so, and you talk about batteries. You know, it would take Tesla's <laughs> Tesla's uh, factory in Nevada. It would take them five hundred years or close to to make enough batteries to supply the United States with one and a half days. So it's of hopeless. In other words, we That's need tar sands oil. Tar sands oil's not. <laughs> one of our good bad. listeners sends us a note. Says, "I think executive orders were a result of Mitch McConnell not allowing legislation, some bipartisan, to get voted on. Remember, he said nothing proposed by Obama would get passed. Hence, President Obama used." executive orders. Mitch McConnell still has a lot of control. Uh, executive orders go way back with presidents. Oh my gosh, FDR did so, thousands of so, them. So, yeah. Between you know, the Mitch New McConnell. Deal and so the, here, here's, the war. So here's the situation. You get it into the House and you get it over there and then you start doing the politics political dance of trying to get uh, uh, legislation passed. All right, Joe, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting a short time. Go right ahead. Yes, uh, I was um, 
looking at some uh, articles here on CNN of this past or past summer, and uh, the one is uh, by Chris Silzilla, I think his name. Why yeah, Joe Biden's flip flop on the Hyde Amendment matters, and if the Hyde Amendment has to do with taxing uh, tax money used for abortion. And if I can just read a portion of this, I won't read the whole article, but it, it's kind of interesting. I can read it because last week I couldn't read from the Bible, but if you let me read from CNN, we'll, we'll go forward. Well, no, just what's the gist of it? That's the point. Is If you need a, 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 a sentence from Scripture to back up what you're saying, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not going to read Scripture. I'm going to read this. Uh, and, I mean, I can't, like, what's my idea is, okay, right there's the headline. Why Joe Biden flip-flopped on the Hyde Amendment. If I don't read what Chris Zazilla, who is a Biden supporter, I mean, just forget it. Yeah, this isn't uh, call the radio station and read your favorite newspaper article out loud show. Well, but it also, uh, I think the caller was making the point of the hypocrisy between uh, uh, the media. And we've seen the media. Uh, uh, Saki, uh, Jen Saki's having these uh, uh, kumbaya press conferences. And I think uh, uh, one or two Reuters and uh, Fox, uh, I think Ducey from Fox, asked a couple questions. And uh, uh, all of a sudden it's, uh, uh, you know, you're not allowed to. Uh, she she seems to sort of uh, forget, freeze, or say, "Well, I, that hasn't been discussed." And um, you see a whole different tone. But there's no information coming out now. A week and a half into it, so you know, let's see where we're going to be. Uh, on the other part, I you know, people say this: "Hey, elections have consequences." And, uh, you know, you union workers in Michigan or union workers in wherever, Minnesota, that were supplying part of the XL pipeline, uh, you know, hey, you get what you didn't vote for or you get what you voted for. So uh, the XL pipeline, Mark, is a travesty, and it's a national security interest. And Biden's policies on energy right now, the way they look, are going to put us back instead of forward from a standpoint that Saudi Arabia, Russia, some of these people, Iran, some of these people are, are really taking a hard look. Why are we going backwards? Why don't we control our own energy? And on the subject of our listener reading scripture, people call in and say, well, this is an important passage. I got to read this. This isn't a scripture show. This is an opinion show. If you have an opinion, call up and express it. If it's Bible influence, go right ahead. If you need a sentence or two, go right ahead. If you learned quite a bit from a recent CNN article, call in and say how your opinion has been formed by what you've read lately. But this isn't a call in on the radio and read your favorite article out loud show. So uh, we don't allow it. I can't read John 3. 16. What does what's that what's that sentence? Well, that he gave his son to. Yeah, okay. All right. I think you you snuck it in anyway. <laughs> Lance, thank you so much for waiting. You're on the mark. You know, though, sometimes you do have to read the article so that you can uh, kind of back up uh, what you're saying and that what you are saying is true because of your source. Gotcha. Okay. Noted. Thank you. Go ahead. And about, uh, well, this is what I called about. I'll get to that. But the uh, Hyde Amendment and the um, Mexico City deal with abortions, well, really, what it did, it made so that the uh, harlots of Mexico City could charge more for their services because... uh, uh, performing what they perform sans prophylactics commands a higher wage. 
and that's what it enabled them to do. So it wasn't just trying to get some poor wretch of a woman in the lowest part of the world, you know, help. Uh, I'm, lose, I'm losing you, Lance. As, as far as... G- give us a quick Reader's Digest. Yeah, this is saying, an update. What's the beginning? You know, you're saying that the Hyde what? Amendment well, translates that was, that into... That dealt with abortions, too, right? Yeah, but that, that deals with taxpayer money, federal taxpayer right, money right. going to uh, fund abortions right. in certain parts of the world. Right, right, and it started there in Mexico City. Yeah, okay. That's how I, all, that's how I came to be and then the Hyde Amendment. But uh, well, what I called about was uh, uh, tar sands. Now, we're really good at doing those uh, really gooey oil. See, we've been doing that from Venezuela. That stuff's almost tar sands. And nobody else in the world could do it efficiently so that it didn't pollute, so that it didn't pollute as much, let's put it that way, the actual uh, gleaning of the gasoline or petroleum products from it. Mm. So, um, uh, that's a, so, yeah, Lance, I, 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 I'm thinking that the way I understand it, and I, I, I certainly could be wrong on this, but I understand when you look at crude oil processing, Middle East oil can almost be just put into an engine and it works. No, it needs refining. But when you look at other refining, but I understood Venezuelan oil was more towards the Saudi Arabia side than no. it was the Canadian sands because that's what made Venezuela just no. grow. So their, their refining not. processing Matter was not as... that uh, the fellow who was the, the head of Royal Dutch Shell was talking about that. And he was on, I forget whose program, some time ago. And that it wasn't that isn't good stuff. It's really not. Okay, well, then then the, the companies went down there. There must be something that made Venezuela work because the economics, Lance, of tar sands has to be at a certain number to make it work. And that's why the Saudi oil, Middle East oil, Iranian oil, uh, southern Russia, uh, that's why their oil, because the refining process is not as much, so the cost isn't as much. But I, uh, I'll look into Venezuela crude processing because I understand they had a reduced compared to uh, tar sands. But tar sands takes a couple steps into it, but once it's processed, and it's, it's a big deal for Canada, and it's a big deal for the United States, and it's a national security issue for us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But if you're going to give it to somebody to refine, it should be us because we're better at it than anybody. And it's true. We are. And not only that, you realize that one of those trains up there exploded, I think, about 10 years ago. Yeah, South Dakota, North Dakota. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, it destroyed the whole town. So that was a catastrophic accident related to moving petroleum. Moving it by rail. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm definitely up with railroads, but... uh, Warren Buffett makes his money. uh, 
do pipelines ever have a catastrophe? Very rarely. For the amount, well, yeah. percentage yeah, of what flows through a pipeline. So a, good, yeah. a tiny, tiny percent could be no, involved in an accident. Right. Well, whatever the percent is, pipelines are safer. There's just no argument about that. Mm-hmm. What if we reduced our dependence on foreign, foreign oil? Would that be better? Conservation, natural gas, great. Two great things to do. There we go. All right. Thank you, Lance. Anything else? We'll give you the last word. Uh, well, no, I guess not today there, but uh, if anybody's going to handle our tar sands, it should be us. Because if they, if they would ship the stuff to China, man, they'd do stuff like we did 100 years ago. Heck, they're still burning coal. Not only that, they're still building coal plants. Okay. Uh, Lance, do you know that in the U.S. right now, there's this total new topic, okay? I'm changing subjects. You were at that function that relates to being a better angel, and I was, and, and Ben was. Do you think there was any lasting impact from that? I don't see it personally, and I know we're just severely divided, but uh, any lasting impact in your view? Well, I know at least one person who actually is kind of an acquaintance of mine, of years or two, I think. So he wrote, uh, uh, Mr. Peeler, mm-hmm. wrote an article in The Item okay. where he is actually giving the uh, Trump folks credit that they just made a mistake. They weren't rotten to the core. Oh, I'll go, I'll go back and look at That's that. Very kind. Should be easy to search for That's Peeler's very, positive yeah. words about very, Trump. Very kind. All right, Lance, yeah. just wondering. You know, I just think I think we're so divided, and this is our fate. You know, I don't think anything's going to unify us, and I think we are going to be this divided, and it's going to get worse. And there's going to be skirmishes, and uh, this There's is going to be a tough divided. road to hoe. So. There's a civil oh, war. Oh, I mean, well, think about it. Though I, I think as. Uh, <laughs> pro-life gun owner they sure don't have much for me especially if you're right-handed all right thank you so much lance appreciate that we'll take a quickie break and when we come back we'd love to have you on the line talking about uh, the hyde amendment uh, building the wall or not building the wall or the many many people now jobless for life because of president biden or Mm -hmm. the topic of executive orders or i call it bold leadership Uh, ben says it's Terrible, stupid, no, no. awful, but, rotten, rotten, rotten leadership. Uh, if it's leadership, you got you got to define it a little better. Okay, one eight hundred. To decide is to alienate, and guess who's been alienated, <laughs> Ben? <laughs> All right, one eight hundred seven. Who was it that said to decide it's to alienate? Is that? Uh, uh, Lee Iacocca? I thought Thomas Paine. Thomas Paine, okay. <laughs> well said. one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Yeah, I looked it up. Uh, you say Joe Biden has done about forty or so. We'll have to accept that as truth. It can't. Uh, well, here t- they are. Says two. You got him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump did two hundred and twenty executive orders over four years. Right. Barack Obama did two hundred seventy six. George W. Bush did two hundred ninety one. William Clinton did three hundred sixty four executive orders. George H. W. Bush. Well, who will go I, in, in history as one of the most yeah, underappreciated presidents Again, ever? You got memorandums, executive orders, directives, TBDs to be determined. Oh my gosh! Uh, so How many executive orders? Now, remember, he was trying to end a recession and or depression and fight a war. How many executive orders do you think FDR did? My guess with FDR, because he was that type of guy, I'm going to say hundreds. 3,721. Well, but now remember, he was there for 
12. Right. Well, he had plenty years, of time. So, yeah. Plus, he had plenty of crises about which he had great ideas the, the, to try to get out. The would be in get the, first, out of the dilemma. first 30, 60 days. And here's the scenario with Biden. Get your cabinet in there. Now, of course, you had meetings beforehand. But my point being, the XL pipeline and some of these things are not needed right now. You might want to do these in a year, but get the economy back on track. You're, you're fighting this. You, you just can't keep printing money, and the Republicans have there. to step up. I don't up. have any problem with Republicans that. have to step up and get a spine and say, no, no, we cannot keep printing money. Interest rates are low right now. We can get by. However, if interest rates start to climb... China's not going to own, they're not going to have our lunch. They're going to have our breakfast, lunch, dinner, vacation. They're going to have us. And, and China is bad, and particularly what's going on with Taiwan right now. One of our listeners sends us a note. It is interesting listening to Ben talk about how the left is trying to destroy the right, all the while he spends his time destroying the left. Not a good trick, Ben. Keep trying, says Tom. No, no trick, Tom. And uh, not keep trying, but look at the left-leaning media, look at social media, look at who wants to cancel who, look at who asked during the Trump administration, Maxine Waters and others, to get in the face of Trump officials or Trump supporters, don't give them any peace. Look at that. Look at who shot... Was that the restaurant interruption? Who shot the congressman uh, in in, uh, Northern Virginia at a, a baseball practice? Who... Uh, attacked a U.S. senator, a Republican senator, on his lawn, and he had to go to the hospital and spend days in the hospital. So, you know, hey, the left and progressives need to be who they are. Now, not everybody who's a Democrat is a zealot, just like uh, the left tries to paint, you know, the deplorables. So everyone on January 6th at the Trump rally, you know, a small, small, small percentage. So don't, you know, it's not a broad brush. But look at the left. Who, who on the, who, which Republicans said get in the face of Democrats when they're at dinner? Um, yeah, again, uh, it is what it is. So, so look at the broad picture. But remember, there's segments that are zealots. Right. Yeah, individuals. Uh, one of our good listeners sends us a note, says, for your information, President Obama signed 276 executive orders in eight years. President Clinton, 364. President Trump, 220 in just four years. Additionally, two-thirds of the oil refined in the Gulf Coast is exported. Yeah, which is fine. That that means we're an energy exporter. We're getting money. We can control things. And, and why that's important for national security is then we can sell our resources to our allies. Now, the listener says... And they're not buying it from Russia, and they're not buying it from Iran. One of our good listeners says, on the Keystone Pipeline, follow the money. Warren Buffett's company owns the railroad that hauls the crude from Canada. Buffett's a big-time Democratic campaign contributor. It's all about the Benjamins. Oh, there's something to be said That goes that. back to what you were saying about the executive order. What did yeah. you call it? BS, I think, were the uh, initials. Well, the, when you read this, it's word salad and, and BS. I'm, I'm sorry, but, you know, go print it out and go read it, and it is quite interesting. Hold on one second. We'll be right back. Joe, stand by. We'll take more comers on the phone, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com. Sunbury Motors Ford is bringing in 2021 with a bang. 
SMZ has just received shipments of the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Save up to nine grand on the totally redesigned F-150, which was just awarded North America's Truck of the Year for 2021. Sunbury Motors has 67 F-150s in stock and arriving soon. SMC is introducing the highly anticipated 2021 Ford Bronco Sport. The new Bronco's retro design reflects its iconic heritage from the 60s and 70s. Sunbury Motors has them in stock, starting at just $28,200. Pick from 61 of the top selling Ford Escapes with savings up to $8,250 and slash to as low as $22,380. SMC is where you want to be in January for discounts up to $11,000 on the largest selection of new Fords in the Susquehanna Valley. And everyone is clearly marked for this massive sale. Sunbury Motors Ford in the 4th Street Auto Plaza. Proudly serving all of central Pennsylvania for over a century. Hurry, sale ends Monday the 1st. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on on the. I love this. This is the Penn State baseline. I always think oh, of it, it. They use it at Penn State games when you're there. Oh. And Jim, you're here. Is this an ACDC? We'll ask Rob. He can put it on the screen uh, when we're talking to Joe. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Hey, we have something in common with the liking of that uh, music. I don't think it's ACDC, but they sound a lot like them, like Molly okay. Hatchet and uh, some of the other mm. Southern rock. But That's anyhow, I'm, I'm, I'm making an observation now on a conversation. Now, I do want to preface something that I, I don't, because of the COVID, my work schedule changed and I don't get to listen as often. I do have the day off, but I would like to go back to the night of the inaugural. I think it was at the reflecting pool, if that's okay. Absolutely. Back a little go, go, go. Okay. Uh, that, uh, the, my acquaintance said uh, that he's seen the the lights along the reflecting pool and it looked like the arms of joe biden reaching out to america and i and it's kind of art so i had a different when i looked at it i looked at it and i i seen joe biden's legs leading up to the washington monument and i said it looks more like joe biden's legs with a phallic symbol ready for the american conservative people and those types and just say to him he's not a a conservative but i I say to the conservatives get ready for that so that's my observation on uh different now now you're talking about the flags that they had over the reflecting no it was lights i think it was commemorating the people that died from COVID. I think it was the night before. Okay, I was looking at the flags that they had out on the day of inaugural. Okay, you're talking about the reflecting. No, I'm going pond. back. It's uh, okay. I think it was the night before, and it was more commemorative to the. Uh, well, I didn't pay a lot of attention, but he brought it to my attention, and with the silly statement that it looked like Joe Biden's arms reaching out to America, mm. I'm like, "What are you? You're not looking at you what I'm looking at." You saw it differently, okay? Of that Washington monument, well, you know what they say I, about art. I knew phallic symbol would be all right because Joseph had used it earlier in the week. Mm. I wasn't gonna, or but anyhow, that's my interpretation and my opinion on art. Art is and, in the eye of the beholder. Yes. Yeah. So All one right. more thing about deprogramming for Joseph. You know, you, you had talked about it, and he said it doesn't work. But I think if he looks at what just happened this morning, that it does work by crushing the voice. It, you, you don't have to necessarily, uh, you know, eliminate them or do what they did to Randall McMurphy and one flew over when you put the rubber uh, bite down in his mouth mm-hmm. and zap his head so bad with electricity that... But I, I'm not. I'm not saying that's not even coming for some. They want to crush an idea like uh, ISIS or um, 
the the one with the black uh, not they're not even black people the um, anti-fascist that's an idea some people want to crush it and some want to support yeah censorship cancel culture we're we're seeing it Uh, you know one one group that seems to be yeah. So go ahead, Ben. One group that seems to be not getting uh, any uh, love or affection from the left is the uh, the young ladies that participate in athletics and now oh. are going to be participating against um, yeah. some you know right. gender reconstruction. And uh, yeah, you know, where, where are those poor that, girls going to be? Since it's an opinion show, I hope that when these men or boys, I don't know if they have their uh, male genitalia cut off. I don't understand the whole thing. But I hope when they wear the spandex, I hope that if they do have male parts, I hope you can see them because I, I watch track and field. I'm more at home with Steve Jones than I am this show. I like uh, sports. You I'm much more people. in that world. But uh, I hope that you can see the, the the maleness of the if he is the winner. That's mm. not guaranteeing him to be a winner, but it, it's uh, Connecticut is the the place, you know, it all came to fruition in a way. Well, ahead, well, I guess fairness and equity have Thank you, Joe. different definitions at Thanks different times. Thanks for calling in. Thank know. you. See ya. Thank you. But, uh, <laughs> you got yeah, another minute, but anyway. A little too far on that one. But the, again, that's that's an executive order that really got downplayed. And uh, what do you do for the uh, for the young ladies who want to compete uh, as you, as young ladies uh, in in a sport? Now all of a sudden, the uh, I guess the uh, it's a pickle. Would you say the field has been tilted? One of our good listeners sends a, a note says the only way to get the economy going is to get the virus under control. Biden understands this. Yeah, yeah I would for, love to if, see how he understands this. But if it weren't for the, uh, weren't for the pandemic, we'd have President Trump and we'd have former candidate Joe Biden. Uh, most likely, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure Biden understands how to get the economy going because you wouldn't have done so, these executive orders wouldn't have been done. But he's working time, on he's working time. on the pandemic, though. Well, I guess he might be. Bold, decisive leadership divides. Uh, you would hope it wouldn't, but uh, if it, it was bold and decisive, we'd probably get behind it. What radio station is this and what city? WKOK, Sunbury, Pennsylvania. Dan Patrick is next. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is WKOK Sunbury.